the Tea Health Show, the medical lifestyle show. This is the Tea Health Show with Chris Avon Smith and Dr. Mark. Today we are talking about um, Chris. So we actually continuing our discussion on aesthetics. Um, last week we touched on the neuromodulators, your toxins. Um, Botox and Botox and this board, and then um, about the fillers and the differences between um, toxins and fillers. And you know what? Let's let's start there. Um, what is the difference between something like Botox or Dysport and your tissue fillers? So, firstly, toxins uh, work on. Dynamic lines, in other words, lines that form with movement, and your fillers work on volumization of the face, deep lines, lips, uh, augmentation of chins, foreheads, uh, those kind of things. So that the difference. Toxins don't last very long, on average about three to four months if you're lucky, mostly three. Yeah. We are seeing that um, there is a tendency for treatments to not last as long as they used to. We're still not exactly sure why this is happening. It might have something to do with immunity, something like COVID um, that stimulates the immune system. So regeneration right. is a little bit faster. Um, and your fillers... Um, that has an immediate effect and last anything from a year to 18 months. So those are those that we spoke about. So a and quick the, recap. Other, and the other d difference is the, the toxins relax the muscles. Toxins relax muscles. And the fillers fill in where they need to, need to. So, so the, volume like, loss, vol volume yeah. loss and stuff. So like those that. are the patients with a saggy look, a tired look. We've spoken about. I'm the um, poster kid for that today. <laughs> at the moment, I think all of us are. You know what? It's been quite a year and we're heading towards the busiest time for mm. most people mm. of the year. Um, lockdown has changed. So I think more people are moving back into office environments, et cetera, et cetera. The pace is only going to keep um, yeah. getting a little bit more frenetic. Okay. So, um, Last week, I think we finished off by saying that we're going to talk about the new kids on the block. Mm. So the new um, treatments that are um, coming to the forefront. So in the line of fillers treatments, um, there's a new branch of um, – I don't want to call them fillers because they technically aren't um, – but they create the same effect as a filler, just on a completely different level. Right. And those are your biostimulators. Sounds very space-agey. It is. It's phenomenal. Yeah. There is a new product um, from Galdermo, um, who uh, I train for, that will be launched um to doctors in February of next year. It's a product that has been used um, widely for quite some time. It's especially popular in Brazil. Um, in my mind, this is something that will change the face 
of aesthetics. It will definitely change the face of my practice right. as being one of the most prolific injectors of uh, tissue fillers. Um, you know what? I, I certainly see that it will change. So what is a biostimulator? Yeah. Biostimulator is a product that through biochemical reaction, inflammation actually, okay. stimulate the production of collagen. Natural. I was just going to say it has to be collagen, the building blocks. So natural collagen. When we look at hyaluronic acid fillers, mm. hyaluronic acid is a building block of collagen. It's an amino acid. Here, with your biostimulator, you stimulate the production of new tissue um, in the form of collagen and elastin. So there's currently um, two products on the market. Because I can't mention the name of the Galderma product, I'm also not going to mention the name of, of the other ones. Right. Suffice to say, the at the moment, is basically three biostimulators on the market in South Africa. The only one that I know of, um, there's only one that's currently available. Right. Okay. okay. Um, good aesthetic practitioners will know about it. So, by using this product, which is made from polylactic acid, okay, it creates an inflammatory reaction. Mm. You know, but a low grade inflammatory reaction. So no redness, no swelling, et cetera, et cetera. When we talk about inflammation, we always think something is red, hot, yeah. uh, swollen. This is not the case with a biostimulator. So it creates a bio, um, chemical inflammatory reaction where we have our fla- inflammatory cells that's responsible for healing. Right. Bring about a natural production of collagen and elastin. What makes me so excited about this product is two things. It's natural. So polylactic acid, it doesn't break down into a metabolite. It literally breaks breaks down into water and carbon dioxide. So the inflammatory reaction that's there. Um, you know, it then leads to the formation of type 1 and type 2 collagen, which is baby collagen. That's the type of collagen that we want. Right. It's got a three-dimensional structure instead of a rope-like structure. It is used for three big indications. Right. I was just, I was, my mind was going wild. I really wanted to know. So laxity of skin. Okay. So, if you pinch so, say, your, so you're talking about if it's pinch, it do the pinch test and it doesn't go back again. If you can pinch and pull the skin, yeah. like one of these cartoon characters where you know you can stretch, that's laxity of the skin. Okay. Okay. So it's the skin is not stuck to the muscle, yes. and that's what we want. Yeah. We want it to be tight. We don't want it to move around. Okay. So laxity of skin. When we look at laxity of skin, we're looking at exactly what you just did. Um, I wish you could see it. Um, sorry. It, it, it was a triple backflip. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it treats the jowl area. Yes. It treats the neck area. Um, the second thing for me that's so exciting about this is the fact that it treats um, volume loss. 
Right. We spoke about it very briefly um, last week when we discussed fillers that most volume loss happens in the temple area. Yes. Who look at their temples? Which women actually go and say, oh, my God, you know what? Uh, if I look at photos of myself, I can see Jeff Dunham's Ahmed puppet. You know, it, we, we look skeletal because there's a hollowing in the temple area. And that creates sagging in not only the eyebrow, the eyelid, but in the whole lateral part of the face. It hangs down. So, Gravity is yes. not our friend in this. So actually, I want to tell listeners to stand in front of a mirror and put their fingers gently on the temple and pull it up. And look at what happens mm. in your neck. Mm. Okay, so for me, this is something that's phenomenal. So without giving women these over-exaggerated cheekbones, you can treat the temple area up into the hairline, far into the hairline, and you get a natural lifting through collagen stimulation instead of a volumization through filler. And that brings us to the third effect right. of these biostimulators. And that's the phenomenal lifting capacity that it has. So when I explain filler treatments to patients, mm. if we look at the aging face, it's like a balloon that starts deflating. Okay. And now you've put a, a little silk handkerchief over this balloon and the the handkerchief starts creasing mm. Mm. when we revolumize and reinflate that balloon the skin the handkerchief pulls slightly tight now so a lot you, of sorry, the times when you put on weight slightly it takes away some some of the the wrinkles absolutely patients who carry more weight have more fat support in the face than someone who's thin. Mm. If we look at our northern suburbs here in Johannesburg, the idea is to be as thin as possible, yes. which I find quite, yes, let's just leave it there. I think you get the gist. Um, those of my patients, those patients, those yummy mummies that weigh below 55 kilograms mm. and are 1.7 meters tall look emaciated. Yes, gaunt. Um, they look gaunt, yes. Which is not um, a pretty look. It's, it gives us a tired look. Mm. Mm. And what that's been very difficult to treat. You can take away the lines on the face, but you don't take away the drawn slightly um, ex-hospital patient kind of look. Yeah. Um, with these new biostimulators, instead of puffing up the face, you create a natural volumization process through collagen, which supports the overlying skin by increased Lack, um, decreasing, in, um, I beg your pardon, decreasing the laxity of the skin. So the skin sits tight to the overlying t 
tissue yes, yes. or the underlying tissue. And then, you know, it, it has this beautiful lifting effect. So it lifts the eyes. It lifts the jowls. It lifts and tightens the neck, um, which then gives you a much more natural, mm-hmm. refreshed look. So these biostimulators have been on the market. Uh, the one that I'm sp- will be using in my practice specifically for more than 16 years. Um, the others a little bit um, less than that. Um, be careful which one you choose. Sure. Um, they all work slightly differently. Um, what you need to understand from these um, fillers is that you will see an immediate effect as you walk out of a practice. Brilliant and beautiful. And over the next couple of Weeks that decrease slightly as the collagen starts forming. Right. What's beautiful about this is that the longevity is so much longer okay. than most of your hyaluronic acid type fillers. We're looking at something towards three years. Wow. I mean, so, that, that's, that's dramatically longer. So from a cost yeah. perspective, yeah. Um, you know what? In my practice, what I've seen, the amount of hyaluronic acid filler that I'm using to get the same kind of rejuvenating lateral lifting um, is going to cost more yeah. over time than the biostimulators. But this is on a patient-to-patient, individualized Basis. Do you know what's so, so exciting about this this for me? And it, and it's something, I mean, we've been doing the show for nearly four years now. And we, you always talk, when you talk aesthetics, you talk about the building blocks, the foundation. And that foundation of most aesthetics is around collagen and collagen st- stimulation. And this, this to me is just so exciting because it's working directly on the uh, collagen. You, you, you're, you're not um, harming it. You, you know, like yeah. like the, like when you, when you do the um, what's the rolling stuff? You know, the microneedling, microneedling, which I'm sure has its place still. But what I'm what I'm saying is it's it's less invasive somehow. It doesn't feel as, but it feels more natural to me. I disagree with you. Oh, I good. hear what you're saying, but I disagree with you. So one of the topics that we will be discussing today, a little bit later, will be microneedling mm. because according to me, it's one of the best treatments that we can sure. do. But we'll get into that one just now. Okay. So biostimulators, um, there is one that's available at your leading uh, aesthetic practitioners. There's one that will be coming. Um, as um, internationally recognized trainer for Galdoma. I'm very excited about it. Um, if you want to know more, contact us. I, I, uh, it, it will be available um, to most um, proficient injectors towards March, April next year. Oh, so it's relatively soon. I mean, it's, yeah, you it's, know, we say you know, next year and it's, that's around the corner. Yeah, for yeah, us yeah. Now. You know what? It's six months from now, but mm. you know what? There are some of us that, that is currently using the product. Um, so that as trainers, we can train our colleagues on correct right. and best practice. Okay. So let's move on. We spoke about collagen. Now, mm. so 
I want to talk about um, a treatment that has so many versatile uses, and that's platelet-rich plasma, PRP. Yep. So for those who don't know what it is, uh, if you've ever followed a Kardashian, um, you know, this is the vampire facial that they spoke about. And what we do there, platelet-rich plasma, let's just explain what it is. When we look at blood, blood has four major components. Your red blood cells. Mm-hmm. Red blood cells are responsible for carrying oxygen. Your white blood cells. And that's where we have our immune reaction. Yes. Your platelets. Platelets is responsible for clotting of blood um, when there's been an injury. Right. Okay. And then the regeneration and healing of that damaged tissue. And then the last one is your water component. Now, what we are after with platelet-rich plasma is the platelets themselves. So I just mentioned, if you have an injury to a blood vessel or Mm. tissue and there's bleeding, the platelets is responsible for stopping that bleeding. So it clots. The moment that a platelet is outside of a blood vessel, it degranulates, it bursts, and it releases growth factors. Growth factors, then, is what stimulate the tissue to start the repair process. I I call it the blueprint for cells how to repair themselves. But it also brings in different chemical messengers, etc., etc., to speed up the healing process. So you repair that damaged blood vessel. There's an ingrowth of new blood vessels into the area. There's new tissue that form. So that's where we want to go with platelet-rich plasma. Well, are saying the word new constantly, and isn't that what we want? We all want to look new, repair damage to older tissue. So PRP, platelet-rich plasma, is something that's been around for a very long time, actually. It's widely used in sports medicine, and it has been used for many years there. Right. Some of our colleagues that cottoned on to the power of this quickest were dentists. Oh, okay. So dentists use platelet plugs um, where they've pulled a tooth, and there's a tissue that needs to repair. They would often do a platelet plug. Our neurologists use it to aid and speed up the healing of nerves where there's damaged nerve tissue. Depending on the, on the degree of damage, sure. you know, a platelet-rich plasma can play a big role in the regeneration of nerve tissue, one of the only two tissues in the body that actually regenerates. Ophthalmologists use it quite often. Orthopedics, um, it's widely used in orthopedic medicine. Right. And then we started seeing it in aesthetics. And this is what brings us back to microneedling yes. that we spoke about. Yeah. For me, microneedling is 
probably one of the most versatile and best possible treatments that you can do. Well, it's been used for years. I mean, I'm not, I, I, yes. I was sort of saying, oh, I'm excited about the new stuff. But I mean, this is proven and it's worked for years and years and years. So there's a dermatologist in Cape Town, Dr. Des Fernandes. He taught me to microneedle. And you know what? I just came into the aesthetic scene, and this is 20 years ago, um, when Les started with microneedling, rollers, mm. foreskin, and then we went into surgical rolling, where in a theater environment, under anesthesia, um, you know what, we treated deep scars, mm. stretch marks, etc., etc. But that was with a five mil roller. Now, you know, to put a half a mil or a half a centimeter needle into the body and you're going to get bleeding. Yes. And that's what microneedling is about. Now, the science about microneedling or around microneedling has evolved so much. We... N know that the skin have different layers mm. and in each layer there's different cells and each cell can have a stimulatory effect um, on the skin with microneedling with the new devices that we have we can target specific skin cells to repair replicate Stimulate and regenerate. So, I mean, in my mind, you know, the skin's layers. I mean, it's not just like my an mind. onion. It's, it's, and so it depends on how deep you go and, and what effect you want as to Absolutely. how deep you would go. Okay. Absolutely. And because it's a mechanical injury that yes. doesn't involve heat or light, it's one of your safest. Right. Treatments that you can do. If we look at the different skin types, um, and here we always refer to Fitzpatrick skin types. Mm. You have Fitzpatrick 1 to 5. You're uh, actually a Fitzpatrick 1 to 6. Um, your type 1s are your red heads with blue and green eyes, freckles, very porcelain white skin, go into the sun and they burn. Yes, yes. That's the ones. The twos are most Caucasians. They, they are, um, light, light hair anywhere between blonde and brown, uh, blue eyes, light brown eyes, um, can burn, but also can develop the tan if done gradually. Right. Your skin type threes are your Mediterraneans, um, people that live around the Mediterranean or around the equator, etc. Sort of olive skin. Olive skin. Right. So they tan. They go brown, don't burn easily. And then we go to the most difficult of all skin types. And this is the skin type fours. So this, this is those Asian type of skins, Asian Indian, where you have the problem of pigmentation. Right. The moment that that skin is irritated or inflamed, it forms what we call post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. Easy. After an incident, after anything that causes inflammation, there's dark pigmentation, mm. post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. 
And this is where your light devices and laser devices that creates heat in the skin becomes quite problematic. When we walk over, we go to skin type 5s, those are African skins, and then skin type 6 is your Nubian skin, your very, very dark Kenyan, Ethiopian, Congolese Mm. um, type skin. Good ebony. Ebony skin. Mm. Beautiful. Okay. So, as I said, skin type 4 being the most difficult. But microneedling can be used very successfully in these patients. Um, It treats everything from skin texture, fine lines, wrinkles, pore size, to acne, pigmentation. It can help in the treatment of rosacea, eczema, etc., etc. It depends on how you do it, what mm. depth you go in, what cell you're stimulating, the frequency, etc., etc. So if a patient comes to me and asks what's the best treatment they can do, I always say microneedling for the simple reason it's very difficult to cock up. Right. So it's something that can be done safely mm. in Johannesburg or in Delhi. Or in Reykjavik um, by different therapists. I assume it just has to be sterile. You need to at least have sterile instruments, etc., etc. But I mean, that's That's standard standard practice. practice. Okay. Now, combine the power of a mechanical injury which leads to collagen formation through an inflammatory process and add platelet-rich plasma to stimulate that healing process even further. And according to me, you have one of the most powerful anti-aging and restorative treatments to a face. Okay, good. Good to know. And that, you know what, is the vampire facial. Now, in my practice, for instance, we do this in very very varied forms. I can use freehand injection of PRP. I can use a cannula technique where I place it under the skin in a fan-like technique. We can use um, injecting devices to do that. You can do micro-needling and you can needle the plasma into the skin. So, you know what? There's a combination of ways that we can do this. Sorry, it just reminds that last one reminds me of when you do your lawn in the old days. You had those, yeah, it's those exactly that. And you would put the fertilizer or the something down Absolutely. and you'd roller it in, you know. Absolutely. It's exactly the same principle. Now, your lasers, some of your fractional laser devices means that it does the same. It punches hole into the skin. Right. I'm not a Expert on laser treatments. I don't do them in my practice. So I'm going to skip the lasers. There are people, um, if you want to know more, contact us again. And you know what? I will put you into, the, uh, into contact with the right laser people. There are specialist clinics. Mm. Laser derm, uh, dermology, etc., etc. that specialize in lasers. Some of our aesthetic colleagues or aesthetic practitioners specialize in laser therapies you know what it it really depends on what you want and they treat pigmentation etc etc for me it's a combination of all of those treatments okay so let's let's move on and there's a couple of 
other treatments. Um, one for me that's quite exciting and fairly new is plasma devices, plasma technology. So if we look at what a plasma device is, the easiest way to describe it is basically it's a little lightning bolt. Okay. Okay. Plasma is the fourth stage of matter. So it's when a gas heats up further and becomes plasma. Right. So it's it's a combination between heat and electricity. There's a couple of devices. Um, in South Africa, I think there's two real uh, plasma devices that's available. Um, plasma therapy for me has the advantage of when done properly, there is little downtime. And my favorite treatment with that is tr using it to treat loose skin around the eye area. Right. So traditionally, the only treatment that you could do for that was a surgical blepharoplasty, mm. where very we go very, and yeah. we remove the, the excess skin and we remove the excess fat for the bag that formed under the eye. So for people who do not want that invasive surgery, plasma therapy around the eye area is a phenomenal treatment to do. Downtime is three to four days okay. where, it's, where it's a little bit swollen, but there's no bruising with this. So, you know, it, um, after day two, when it's, um, the small little scabs are, are starting to form, you can hide them behind makeup or light sunglasses and no right, one will be right. the wiser. So you basically can do this on a Friday and be back at the office on a Monday, um, without anyone asking, Oh my God, what have you done? <laughs> so, um, it's, it usually is a series of treatments, but we can do so much more with those. Right. We treat skin tags. We treat, um, basal cell carcinomas. We treat keratinic uh, or actinic keratosis. Um, so some of your entry level, if I may call it, that um, skin lesions or skin cancers can be safely treated because um, if you go to the correct depth, it obliterates, it literally vaporizes the skin. You immediately get a tightening effect. Yes. It works beautifully for fine lines and wrinkles. Um, it is uh, quite good for certain types of scars. We can treat... Anything from a frown line yeah. to um, a whole neck. One of our colleagues that we had on the show with us, um, uh, Dr. Johan Boeter, um, has shown me where he treated an abdomen, um, a woman with very loose skin on the abdomen. And it looked like, you know what? one treatment as if she had a tummy tuck. Wow. It was phenomenal. So if used correctly, your plasma devices um, bring a whole new dimension to aesthetic treatments. Mm. Again, I don't think at the moment they are so um, 
freely available. I, I don't know of many practitioners that have him. Quite expensive, but very versatile and cheap to the patient. Yeah, you know it, yeah. um, because it's not a once-off. It's usually two or three, maybe four treatments done, um, spaced over a bit of time. You know it. I find that they work incredibly well. So I mean, those I, are the I, plasma ones. You said ones. something. It's cheap to the patient, and I, and I, you know, as as the layperson, I often think, oh god, that's expensive. But when you look at or find out the cost of the machinery and the stuff that you use, so I can tell you that these devices cost um, about. A hundred and ninety plus thousand rand mm. each. Mm. Those are the two genuine devices. Yeah, yeah. They are fakes that um, actually do not work with plasma, but um, almost like a cautery. Yes. So, you yeah. know, be careful. Again, uh, do homework. Um, I think when we had Dr. Debbie Norwell on the show and we had um, Dr. Mel Lamprecht with us on the show, we spoke about choosing your aesthetic practitioners mm. carefully. Then, before we move on to um, the new type of threat treatments, yes. because everyone always asks about threat, I want to circle back to PRP and hair restoration. Ah, so that's the biggie. And when we talk about hair restoration, we think bald men. Mm, mm. Mostly, in my practice, I treat women. Is this with psoriasis or what? no? This is normal thinning, thinning due to menopause. hormones, menopause, and then specifically our. Black women mm. who have what we call traction alopecia. These are From women with, with braids, etc., etc. And we see that the hairline is starting to recede. So, you know, now they have to continue because the hair in the front is so incredibly mm. thin. So for them, we use a combination of microneedling, which immediately stimulates blood flow to that area. Plasma, pl pr um, platelet-rich plasma, which invigorates the follicle, stimulates hair growth, brings new blood vessels, treats inflammation, etc., etc. And I combine that then with LED or photodynamic therapy, where we use certain types of light at specific wavelengths and at specific energies to reinvigorate this. Now, combine that with your topicals um, in the form of something like minoxidil. Um, and topicals good being creams that you Topicals would be creams or solutions, solutions or potions or, yeah. and lotions that go on top. And, you know, what you take someone um, like myself who uh, got into my car and looked into my rear view mirror straight through my bouffon, um, you know what, to, okay, fine, now I actually have to look in the mirror. I can't see through my hair anymore. Yeah. So it's a phenomenal treatment to do. It's not expensive, far from as expensive as you would think of a hair transplant, which in the majority of women don't work that well. Mm, mm. Um, in men, it works phenomenal because our hair loss is genetic. And there's certain 
areas in which we do not lose the hair. When you transplant that hair, like my dear friend Dr. Kathy Davis have explained to us, Joshua Dore. If you like, like, look like Joshua Dore, we can take the hair from the sides and the back and put it on, on the top and you won't lose that hair. Yes. Um, we also heard that we can actually take your chest hair, um, or your back hair and put it on your head and it will grow and you will not lose that. So, you know, with women, unfortunately, this is not the case. Yes. Um, women don't do that well with hair transplants. Men do much better. So for them, platelet rich plasma combined with microneedling, um, and then PDT or photodynamic therapy in combination with that and some um, topicals, very, very good outcome. We can carry on with hair restoration with new devices that are being formed where we actually harvest um, the stem cells um, or pericytes which sits around blood vessels and then implant that with a follicle. So it's a needling procedure um, after taking a biopsy um, of hair. And you know what? After six months, you start forming new hair. The only problem with that is it takes time. Yes. Okay. Regenerative therapy takes time. And PRP and restorative treatments and hair transplants take time. Okay. It's again, it's something you say quite often. It's it, This is a journey you're going on generally. And with, with a journey, with aesthetics. you know what, when we get to the des- destination, there's maintenance. Yes. Especially with things like hair, pigmentation. Pigmentation is not, you don't treat pigmentation. You manage pigmentation. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very difficult to keep pigmentation at bay because there's so many factors that contribute to the pigmenting process. Okay, so lastly, and then we'll wrap this up for this show, are the threads. So, you know, when we look at threads, um, we need to understand that there's different threads. Sure. And I think we need to understand what threading actually is. So threading came about from our Russian friends, probably about 18, 20 years ago. Yeah. And they actually used suture material to create an inflammatory reaction in the skin. So we would put a subcutaneous suture basically in that over time dissolved. But because of that foreign object, it created an inflammatory process, which led to collagen stimulation. Now, this is the interesting thing, is that there's different types of collagen that can be stimulated. Mm. You can either form like scar tissue, which is collagen, or we form um, type 1, type 2 collagen. There's, uh, I think, about seven different types of collagen. Um, we are interested in type 1 and type 2 collagen. So, the, this technology has been refined greatly. And today we basically have two different classes of um, uh, threads. We have 
the PDO threats or polydioxone threats, yeah. and then we have polylactic threats. Now, remember what we said when we spoke about the new biostimulators on the block, the polylactic acid. Um, and the threats, the polylactic acid threats, um, creates an inflammatory biostimulatory effect over time, and um, eventually these threats dissolve. So, Big difference between the two. The one, the one that I use in my practice, um, Aptos, yeah. is a procedure. You need to understand this. There's downtime with this procedure. Not specifically because you're bruised, but because of pain, the way in which you have to recuperate, etc., etc. Then we have Silhouette, which is also polylactic acid. And then we have our PDOs for polydioxones. So PDO threads are nice um, in the sense that it's literally like putting in an IV um, drip. Right. It's, you, you stick the needle and you pull it out and you're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And the thread remains. And I sometimes like doing them around the eye area. I like doing them in the neck area. So those are the PDOs. Your your Aptos threads have a extensive range of different threats and you have silhouette which um, for all intents and purposes in this conversation I'm not going to talk about um, specifically because it and Aptos is basically the same um, and I unfortunately have not had enough experience with silhouette to say yay or nay right. um, in my opinion you know what you have to be very very mm, discerning when choosing this procedure or not. Our dear colleagues, the plastic surgeons, don't really like the threads. Mm. Because it can create such a lifting effect, but it creates it through the formation of scar tissue, basically, collagen. Our, it makes further treatments, especially if they become surgical and invasive, much more difficult. Um, so the surgeons don't really like us yeah. using them. Yeah. Some of my dermatology colleagues are also not big fans of them. Some of my patients swear by them. So, you know, it, go to a practitioner that know what they're doing. There's, I don't know whether you've ever noticed this. I'm not a social media fan, but there's this craze about fox eyes and cat eyes mm, mm. on Instagram. All these women with these funny shaped eyes that, you know, what you turn the, the corners of the eye upwards. So, you know, what the eye slants upwards, brow lifts, etc., etc. So these are all done through threat procedures where you literally go and hook the thread um, to the overlying um, tissue and pull it. As I said, this is a procedure. Um, the downtime can be significant, not necessarily bruising or swelling, but discomfort, etc., etc. Mm. Two weeks afterwards, you're not allowed to train. Two weeks, you have to sleep on your back. For me, that's prohibitive. Um, I do think in my practice specifically that I can, through my combined use of myomodulators, neuromodulators, 
tissue fillers, biostimulators, plasma devices give a better effect. Um, but it's there. Um, again, I don't use it wisely in my practice, but it is one of the new kids on the block. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it, it is fascinating. And um, I've, I've, I've seen the results of threading and... I mean, you, you know, you say it's 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 like almost like a proper facelift. It uh, be when very I say careful proper, when, when we say that. You know, what one of the one of my big discussion points mm. with not only the distributors in South Africa of these products, but with my patients yes. were accurately describing what this is. Mm. Your PDO threads, for instance, are free-floating. Okay. So this is like a splinter that's in the skin. It's not tied off to something. There's no anchor point. So it's not like anchored into something on, no. on the top of the skull that's no. keep, keeping everything from so dropping. this is right. a skin treatment. Yes. It's not a lift. The lifting comes through stimulation of collagen. Like a biostimulator. So if we look at polydioxone, polylactic acid, they act as biostimulators. Right. So be very careful when someone tells you, I'm going to give you a surgical threat lift. If it's a, or a threat lift, the result might be a lifting effect. Mm, but it's not. But it's not surgery. Um, with the threads in the hands of someone like a Dr. Johan Boeta. Um, you know what? Yes, you can move tissue around. But remember, Dr. Boeta was an ENT specialist. Absolutely. He's a surgical specialist. Absolutely. So, um, we have very proficient practitioners, um, in, in, um, all the major centers for threads. Again, it's not my go-to treatment. Fantastic. Okay. So let's wrap up. Aesthetics. One thing that we need to remember is that aesthetics is not only for women. 100%. And I'm, I'm a if prime we, candidate. If you are someone that sits in a boardroom or on Zoom mm. with a scowl on your face, this, the frown, people perceive you. And this is where emotional beauty comes in. The perception that someone else has when they look at your face is either one of, this is a happy person, this is an angry person, this is a sad person. This is where aesthetics for men come in. Mm. Yes, we can muscularize a face. And we spoke about it in our first sessions where we spoke about strong jawline, strong chin, um, an androgenic brow, um, good zygomatic arches, nice mm. lips. Mm. Okay. Um, for women, it's about beautifying. It's creating soft curves. Um, I creating love the dichotomy there. The soft Absolutely. curves for the women, the strong jawlines for the men. It's beautiful dichotomy and it Absolutely. makes such sense. I want to warn people. Um, I, I, there was a ad that, um, came about. Um, a TV ad about this beautiful woman. And then they started taking off the makeup and stuff and stuff and stuff. And you know what? It, it turned out to be a very ordinary looking 13, 14 year old girl. Social media is damaging 
know that when you take a selfie, there's algorithms built into your camera to make you, you look, look better. better. Yeah. Know that what you see on social media is not what those people look like. Um, be aware that looking fresh, young is good. Okay. So, um, how do you get hold of us? Easy. The tea clinic. Or just look for Dr. Mark. I'm in Bryanston. Telephone number 010-824-1393. Contact us. If we can't help you, we will refer you to the person who actually can. Fabulous. Mark, it's been a pleasure and an eye-opener. Thank you so much. We will be back. Um, I'm away on holiday for a week. Um, So in a week's time or two weeks' time, there will be a repeat where we will be refocusing on the effect of hormones and mental health. Lovely. Have a good week. We'll see you then. The Tea Health Show, medical lifestyle show.